It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We are romance and real. And the romance is here. Simon Marcel, bonjour. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Hello, hello. I'm going to try to keep it real. I am Angie Taylor. So dating, <laughs> yes. love, romance, relationships, all of it. Make sure you give us a call tonight. If there's anything on your mind you want to talk about, you need advice, or you yes. want to comment on the show, 855-905-8255. Also hit us up on our social, Simon and Angie, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Did you have mm-hmm. a nice weekend, Simon? I had a very good weekend. Enjoying the beautiful weather we have in the Midwest, right? I mean, that's uh, it's beautiful. This Indian summer. How about it's you, our, Angie? Yeah, it's. I feel like our last good summer. Um, uh, had a, <laughs> an amazing, amazing weekend, Simon. Amazing. I life into the world. Explain. I did not have a baby myself. I just thought for a second, did she? <laughs> and I, didn't, I was not aware of it. Or what? Wow. You were pregnant this whole time, and oh, I never and knew. I know. Yeah, exactly. Didn't gain a pound. No. <laughs> um, my best friend had a baby this weekend. Ah, congrats, congrats, yes, congrats. This is the mother of my godson, and my godson was born on Christmas Eve last year, uh-huh. so I didn't make it to his birth because I was out of town, and we had no idea he was coming that day. So I had tremendous guilt forever that I was not there for it because she was on the phone crying like I wish you were here but I made it for the second one I made it for this Wonderful. one they better make me godmother to this one too but I want to it's, it's a boy or girl it's a boy it's another okay. boy so she has two boys now they have two boys now I should say and uh, Wonderful. I just, I'll tell you real quickly about how that day went because it was kind of crazy and then we're gonna get to the phones as well when we come back so yes. give us a call Simon and Angie.com online 855-905-8255 more of the rendezvous when we come back thanks for listening tonight to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie romance dating relationships we're gonna talk about it all I was just telling you Simon uh, that over the weekend, my best friend had her second baby. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. She, thank you. I will I will let her know. And she had a, a little boy. His name is Valentino. Isn't that a pretty Welcome. name? Welcome, Valentino, to the world. Valentino to join his brother Santiago. I'm like, well, they'll either be <laughs> X-rated movie stars or professional football players. One of the two, because those are perfect names for that. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But um, my, I, I missed the birth of my godson, uh, Santiago, the first baby. I was there for this one, thankfully. Um, yeah. The baby came on Friday, right as I was leaving the morning show that I do in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how thoughtful of this child already to wait until my show was <laughs> over. So I raced over to the hospital, which is only a mile away. Yeah. I got there just in time. She had it so fast. I was there helping her push. I saw the you baby come out. You were there in the room. In the room. In the room, she with literally her husband. had with her husband, with uh, her sisters and her mom, and cool. she literally had one foot up on my chest and the other foot up on her sister's chest, <laughs> and we were helping her push. Oh one push, and the baby came out. It wow. was amazing. And I, like I had a emergency C-section with my daughter. I've never seen a baby born before. It was uh-huh. amazing. It was amazing. I and have never seen a baby born either. So how, how what words would you use? Um, science fiction, uh, <laughs> huh. uh, shocking, um, beautiful. And what people never say is they don't want to see that go down like a husband never wants to see or like a man doesn't want to see mm-hmm. the lady parts go through that. That wasn't the hard part. 
it's there's a certain funk in the room when a baby is born. I don't know how else to explain it. I, the scents are overwhelming, but he's here and he's amazing. In, and in good uh, health. Here's the thing, Simon, that I wanted to talk about though. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever been in a situation where something was super important to you? Maybe it was a birthday, a celebration for you, something huge and monumental in your life, and the person that meant the most didn't show up for you. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, birthday, yeah. So nothing like what you're talking about. I mean, and you know, missing your wife giving birth is is really the ultimate. Or if a parent is is going away, but a birthday, I've had girlfriends totally forget my birthday. I've had girlfriends forget? totally. Wow. I, yeah, so they're not my girlfriends anymore. <laughs> Obviously. Now, do you forgive for that or no? I say I do, but I don't really. It's so, in the back of your mind. It is forever. How can you miss and forget my birthday since I announced it to the rest of the world, you know, forever? So, I mean, that was something that was really irritating, but nothing of the size of what you described. Maybe we should say about my mistake my father turned 70, and um, I missed my plane. I was, I was already in the States. Missed my mm. plane in Dallas, Texas, and there was a storm. No, and it was not storm. your fault? No, but, I mean, my mom gave me, she said, you should have come the day before. How, you know, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Th- I feel very bad for that, Angie. What about well, what about you? Let's, let's, let's ask you that question. What did... <laughs> Well, in your case, that was an act of God. There's nothing you could really do. For your mom to say you should have taken an earlier flight, that's coulda, shoulda, woulda. There are things that happen. That's um, Thank you, Angie. That's yeah. true. Flights are not reliable. That is not your fault. It's not like you were being negligent. I uh, The reason I brought that up is because my girlfriend, her husband, almost missed the birth of this child. How he, come? Uh, because he was... Um, out of town and knew the baby probably would come this week, but chose to go anyway, thinking, ah, I can always get on a flight. He did make it back, but with only a couple hours to spare. It could have been bad. And so she was super freaked out about that. And she was super tense until the moment he walked in the door. So that to me would have been devastating. Had Is that he not forgivable? Is that Ooh, forgivable? That's a tough one. That's really tough because you're stressed out enough as it is. And so all I have to say is I'm so thankful that he showed up because <laughs> things could have gone very bad that day. But I want to know um, from people listening, what has happened? Did you not show up for somebody? Was it their birthday? Um, did you miss your wedding? Did you oversleep? Did you miss the birth of your child or <laughs> something similar? Let's go to the phones next, Simon, okay? Yes. 855 who didn't show up or why didn't you show up? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're talking about your significant other not being there on really important moments of your life. Uh, because my friend's husband was almost late for the birth of their baby. That would have been really bad. <laughs> yes, that would have been really bad. Yeah, so let's go to the phone, 855-905-8255. Listening in Polk City, Iowa, uh, now 105.1. Here's Annabelle. Hey, Annabelle. Bonjour. Hello. So you were listening in. Um, were you the one yeah. that didn't show up, or did somebody else miss out? No, it was my boyfriend. Actually, well, he's my husband now, but my boyfriend at the time. So I'm really big on anniversaries, and it was our two-year anniversary that was coming up. And I had been talking about it, honestly, since, like, our one-year anniversary. It was just, Aww. like, a really big deal to me. And I had all of this stuff planned for us for the day, all of these surprises, like 
like kind of like this big scavenger hunt for him to do all day. I like went to his work and I just did all of this stuff mm-hmm. and he completely forgot, but then he tried to act like he hadn't forgot. <laughs> so he was like kind of coming up with like bad presents along the way. Like we were spending the day together. So it's not like he could like, run out and get He's going gift. into his house. Like, like look, what? I got you a new pen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, he had a thing of golf balls that a new thing of golf balls. Oh my god! I don't really golf. And he was like, so I got these for you so we could do this together. And it like kind of worked. I was like, oh, well, maybe that's sweet. And then as the day went on, I was like, oh my gosh, he has forgotten and he's making it worse by like coming up with bad excuses. Listen, Annabelle, we got to take a break. I want to come back and find out how this all went down. When we come back with Annabelle (laughs) and the rendezvous next. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie and also Annabelle still on the line. Polk City, Iowa, listening on Now 105.1. Thanks for calling in tonight to talk about how your now husband dropped the ball. This was your second wedding anniversary? Um, It was our second, our two-year anniversary, yeah. Um, Yeah, okay. And gave you golf balls and whatever (laughs) random things he could find in the house because he forgot. So how did this day end up? Well, I was so mad by like the early afternoon. I was, I just called him on it and I was furious with him and it ruined the whole day I just like went home and I told him I didn't want to be with him for the rest of the day and not to call me and he did call me a million times um but I didn't answer and then the next day he had planned like he just he completely made up for it I woke up and he Uh was at my door with like um this beautiful breakfast that he brought over and all day long he just had surprise after surprise after surprise and all these lovely presents um and so you know I forgave him, and fortunately, we've been together, like, I don't know, four years since then, and every anniversary, he, like, goes above and beyond. He never forgets. That was that was going to be my you next know, question. I bet he never forgot one again after that. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead, Simon. Uh, Annabelle, I love that you could forgive, and I love the fact you guys together, and the importance that we can all make mistakes, and you yes. were able to, to forgive, and what an act of love, Annabelle. Guys are a little bit more linear and don't think that way, I think, and sometimes... Yeah. It can be screwed up, but he learned it was important to you and never did it again. That's what I love yeah. about it. Yeah. Although sometimes I'll give him golf balls now for our anniversary. That oh. is hilarious. <laughs> I love that. Thanks for yes. sharing it with us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, awesome. Annabelle. Hey, Simon, let's get to yeah. some emails from um, our listeners as well since we just had a call. Let's go to our email, simonandangie.com. People need uh-huh. some advice. Sure. Love dating and romance. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We are all about love, romance, realness on this show. Hello, Simon mm-hmm. Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Good so evening. Good evening. Thanks for being with us tonight. Let's get to our email, Simon, that came mm-hmm. into simonandangie.com. Got a stack here from over the weekend. Yeah. And I'm going to let you kind of take this one because it's a guy. Uh, Ken. Okay. Mm -hmm. wrote us. He's listening in Rogersville, Missouri on Alice 95.5. He said, hello, Simon and Angie. I need some advice about my girlfriend. She's great, very smart, funny, ambitious, everything I've been looking for in a woman, but there's one problem. There always is. Um, (laughs) She won't text me sexy photos. She's a teacher, says that she can't take a chance of any of them getting leaked, or if we broke up, she's worried I'd show them to someone, which I never would. Um, No one goes through my phone 
I'd never betray her trust like that. Plus, it's illegal. I just want some hot pictures of my girlfriend. I mean, that's what couples do in 2017. I even told her she can leave her face out, but it's still a no-go. Am I a jerk for still wanting pictures, or is she being ridiculous? Simon, I want you to take this one. (laughs) So, Ken, first of all, thanks for the email. Uh, As a guy, since we're so visual, I totally understand why sometimes you would like to see risque pictures of her. Now, because also, uh, you know, I understand, I say how women react to that. I think that some women just don't feel like it, and we cannot insist. There's some women who just don't want to do that, and that's okay, Ken. We we can't, we cannot, and we all want to, all right? Me included. We love to see our uh, girlfriend, you know, in a, a, what do you call this? Yeah, risque situation. But but I've been in your shoes, Ken, and I've been in a situation where Next girlfriend of mine said, no way, Jose. No matter what I said and how much romantic I could sound, she never sent me in a single picture. Not even in bathing suit. So mm-hmm. then I figure you can insist on this. Men are visual. Women are emotional. Some women just don't feel like it. And I just think, Ken, you got to lay low and just stop insisting. Maybe on her own she will if you don't ask her anymore. So my advice to you, I don't know what Angie will say in a sec, is to leave her alone. Stop asking for those pictures. Yeah, I agree, Simon, because nobody likes to be pressured, no matter what it is. You don't like to be pressured at work. You don't like to be pressured from your friends. You don't like to be pressured to do something you've said repeatedly that you don't want to do. She also has another reason. I mean, being a teacher, how many times in the news do we see these stories about teachers whose pictures they sent to this person or that person, or maybe back in the day they had a nakey-nakey picture somewhere, and it comes out and then they lose their job, and it's not because they— maliciously or intently sent them out into the world they just got out there and so she's got a couple of reasons and whatever her reason is whether it's job related or a personal thing or she just doesn't want to i agree simon don't pressure somebody to do something they don't want to do so ken as we both said lay off just lay off lay off leave her alone with that for a little bit especially because you love her you know that's the reason why yeah exactly all right one more of the rendezvous with simon and angie when we come back This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, romance, dating, love, relationships. Simon, we were talking off the air. You said uh, something happened with a friend of yours. Yeah, tell us that story. There's a fight, and I'm coming to you because I'm trying to be, you know, the the referee, and I'm not doing such a good job at it. So my friend John called me this weekend, and he said, you know, and you're not going to believe this. He's been married for at least 12 years, maybe more. And he had in their basement a lot of stuff from the past packed, and he never touches them, but he loves knowing. It's all his life. It's probably love letters from the past, pictures. Mm-hmm. It's all mm-hmm. packed. His wife decides that because they have to repaint the basement, he has to get rid of what she called all that clutter right oh, clutter. now. Clutter. Clutter. And, you know, and on the Monday morning trash, she, she said to him, I want all of this out so that the trash can pick it up and disappears. And then he goes, absolutely not. And that escalated to a fight. And he said, this is this is my history. And then she goes, but it's my house. No, it's our house. And then she goes, I don't know why you want to keep you know, all those boxes of your past life and love life and stupid pictures of who knows who. And, it, you know, and he said, it's all tape. But, you know, I just this is my life. I'm not getting rid of it. Then she stopped talking to him totally for a day because by Monday morning, none of this was outside on the driveway and the trash. People could not pick it up. He called me up and he said, do you think I should give in next Monday or 
am I entitled to keep my life in my house? Angie, mm. what do you say? Right? So, I mean. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what I think next, but I'm curious as to whether or not she had any things like that in the home as well. When we come back, do you throw them or do you keep them next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, you were just telling us a story about your married friend, John. How long have they been married? 13 years. Live together in that nice home and, you know, she wants all the clutter out. All the clutter, air quotes right now, clutter meaning all the boxes of things that remind him of exes, his past life. Maybe there's letters, right? Maybe there's there photos. There are letters. There are photos. There's what? albums. And and also football memorabilia in all his high school, college. That's insignificant. She's not mad about that stuff. So she doesn't care about that. She loves that stuff probably to <laughs> brag about. Simon, what advice did you give your friend? Because she wants to throw it out. He doesn't want to throw it out. I said to John, I said, listen, try to compromise, all right? Maybe you select what should go by the window on Monday, so, you know, on the driveway. And then if you want to keep some of the stuff from you, like there's stuff from his parents, grandparents, there's many stuff that... Well, no, that should, stuff, right. she but doesn't care about pa- that stuff. Exactly. You're, you're, but it's, you're saying to compromise and keep the stuff from your grandparents? That's yeah, not a and, compromise. No, but he has a great point, and that's what I want to throw it to you. He said, Simon, it's all taped, closed. I don't know what's in what. I don't know why she insisted on getting rid of everything. It's kind of strange, like after 13 years, like now this is an issue. What is she cleaning out the basement or something because we do we acclimate all these things like we have so many things i have a box somewhere i know in the house i don't even know where it is but i know there's photo albums of photos i'm sure there's ex-boyfriends in there i don't think there's love letters really but i know that there's some things that are reminders i don't see why it's a big deal life is life and i can't pretend that parts of my life didn't happen before I met my husband. I can't right. pretend that, like you're saying, with a grandparent, I can't I can't pretend that I didn't have a grandfather even though he passed away. So what do you say? I say get over it. Honestly. Oh, wow. It's insignificant. Okay. It should be. It should be to me. But I want to okay. hear what our listeners have to say, okay? 855-905-8255. Let's hit the phone next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Romance, dating, relationships, and fights, Simon. <laughs> fights. Yes. Conflicts. Yes, you can't have a relationship without a fight here and there. And you're talking about your friend who's been married for 13 Th- years. 13 years. Wife's doing some house cleaning, comes across the pictures and the photos of the ex and the uh, letters or whatever it is. She wants to throw them out. He's like, what's a big deal? It was so long ago, but it was a part of my life. I'm kind of on your friend's side, John, with this. Yep. So let's go to the phone, see what our callers think about that, because I know that conversation comes up in every relationship at some point. 855-905-8255. On the line, listening in Green, Ohio, on 98.1 KDD. Here's Pete. Hi, Pete. Bonjour. Hey, how are you guys? Good. Good. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for listening. So what do you have to say about this whole situation of throwing out your memories, even if it is from a past lover? Yeah, that's the reason I'm calling. I went through that uh, with a, a girlfriend uh, who wanted me. I didn't have you know any photos really, but everything was on my computer. Oh, so, see, the digital memories are another oh. thing. Uh huh. Yeah. So she made me delete everything from my ex in the computer, and then what happened next was she said, "Well, what about five years ago when you had another computer?" Oh, my God. So Are you kidding to, me? Yeah, no. 
And then what happened is I had to get my other computer from out the closet. It was covered in dust. Um, and I couldn't find the power cord in order to, you know, delete all this That's stuff. Right. That's right. And she thought I was faking it. Um, so it became this whole thing. She had to order an old power cord. You're kidding you know, me. A, no. Not, so you had to, like, you know, what, people... go bust into your MySpace account and remember your password from 15 years <laughs> ago <laughs> and delete everybody on there, too? This was, well, what happened was everything I had on my cloud computing, but this old Mac computer, I hadn't shared anything online, so it was just all residing there. And gotcha. uh, it was, this was triggered by something. I mean, my, my ex called me, and then it's, mm. she said, you know, it's got to be pure. So I, I thought it was crazy. Pete, I mean, I mean, yes, the the fact the computer now it's digital, you know, changes. My buddy's in his fifties, so everything is still pictured. The good old pictures of X. Your buddy and, and in your fifties probably still has some digital stuff too. Like, he does, but I mean, she on. was not worried about that. But the thirty boxes of of, of his past. Uh, uh, Pete, you're a guy, and she said earlier, you know, she thinks that you know people are entitled to keep their old things. What what you you Pete feel like what that compromise. Happy wife, happy life, or I mean, really, where, where do you stand? Well, that's what I thought. I would just give her, you know, what she wanted, but now I can't get back those memories. That, you can't get you back know. the memories, and I sort of feel like when you give in on something like that, it's the tip of the iceberg, because you're allowing someone to dictate your memories and your past by saying you must delete all these things, because the older we get, memories fade. That's why we keep photo albums. Of when we were kids, because I don't remember what I look like as a kid, or I don't remember my fourth birthday party, but then I go back and look at the photos, and it triggers things, and you remember where you were. That's a beautiful thing about life and living. It doesn't mean you're wishing you were with this person still. It's just a part of your life, and to take that from someone feels like a, a bit of a robbery, because yeah. this is your life, and when you start demanding things like that, like where does it end? I just feel like it's so controlling. Okay, that's a good point, Angie. Do you think it's okay then to take all the boxes to your mom's basement and fine. just then and just, just fine. So, okay, so, so that would be another compromise. House, right. There's a compromise. Okay. So it's not in the house, so you don't feel like your house is soiled with the ghosts of girlfriends past. Fine. Take it to your mom's house. You know it's safe there. Mom never throws <laughs> okay. anything out. But don't ask someone to completely burn in the fire every photo, every letter every ticket stub, whatever it is that they're holding on to, because sentimentality, you know, people hold on to things for a reason. I should have thought of that, Angie. I should have thought of that. I told him to compromise and get rid of half of it, but I should have thought of that. He could have bring it to his, to his mother or his aunt. <laughs> so, Pete, thank you so much for calling. Don't do that again, okay? Whatever. I won't. Thank you for, for hearing my story. I hope it helps. No, yeah. that's, that's great. Thank you. thank you. Thank you, Pete. Thank you for your phone call. All right. Thanks Thank for listening. Guys. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. Our website is simonandangie.com. Lots of mm -hmm. emails come in there. You can also send us a date or dump, which is what we're about to read. This is yes. uh, someone who has a relationship issue. Yep. And it's so jarring to them. They need to know if they should stay in this relationship or get the heck out. So mm -hmm. we're going to play date or dump. This might be the most clear-cut case, Simon, that I have ever seen come into our email. Are really? you ready? I don't know. If I you're am ready. ready. I am ready. Lindsay 
listening on 93.9 MyFM in Chicago. Hi, my name is Lindsay from Chicago. I've been dating this guy for three months. The last time we argued, he threw me out of the car in the middle of the highway, and I had to walk home. Is it worth dating him still? Should I date or dump him? Simon. Simon Marcel. Please take this woman to church. Take her to church and tell her what time it is. Lindsay, I mean, um, thanks for... I'm so glad you actually emailed NG and I. I mean, of course it's a dump. I mean, what I'm more worried about is the fact that you didn't know if you should give him a chance. That's the of, thing. It's, Why are you so, emailing? You know the so, answer. But I'm, but I'm not going to make fun because you, there's probably some reason in your life that makes you kind of doubt of yourself. So why don't I suggest, sure, and you will agree, maybe to go see a therapist because your self-esteem, the fact that you're wondering if it's okay to be thrown out of a car, shows somebody needs to help you grow your self-esteem. And we all need help in some ways. And we all need therapy sure. for different things. So, so Lindsay, the, so I say, of course, dump. And I say, go to therapy. Lindsay. Uh, Simon, I agree. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Dump, Lindsay. Dump. Yes. And be thankful he dropped you off on the highway and not a bridge. Dump. Hard dump. Seize and disease. Thank you. Plan. All right. More of the rendezvous when we come back. Thanks for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Romance, dating, relationships, and all the real here, Simon Marcel, too. Yes, Angie Taylor. Yes. Okay, so uh, we got an email, Simon, that came in to simonandangie.com. It's kind of a long email, so I'm going to read you this mm-hmm. um, and, and let our listeners know what's going on. And then, Simon, um, I want to talk about it when we come back after the break, but here we go. This is Roger listening in Detroit on 100.3 WNIC. Yeah. He says, hey, guys, I have a weird situation I need some perspective on. I'm meeting tomorrow night with my ex to talk at her request after I broke up with her last week for cheating on me. She doesn't deny cheating, but told me she regrets it and wants to talk to me about it. I highly doubt I'll get back together with her, but I feel like I should ask her some questions. There's some obvious ones I want to ask, but I'm wondering if you guys thought there were any questions that were out of bounds for me to ask because I want to ask her everything about this guy. Most of all, was he better than me in bed? Anything out of bounds or should I just ask away? Um, Like, can he ask, did you wear protection? Uh, Was he better than me? Did you think I knew you cheated before you told me or did you only confess when I busted you? Mm -hmm. How am I supposed to trust you again? What did you learn Mm -hmm. through all of this? There's a lot of questions, and a lot of us don't get the opportunity to sit down with somebody. Is that even a good idea to sit down with the person that cheated on you? Or should you just, like, hands clean, I'm walking away, I don't want to deal with it, goodbye? There's a a million. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. And I think we've all been in this situation where maybe we've been cheated on, and you want some answers or you want some closure. I feel like he wants closure. Um, uh-huh. But Simon, I want to know what you would do in this situation. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Romance, dating, relationships, realness all here. Website is simonandangie.com. That's where this email came in, Simon, from Roger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, listening in Detroit on 100.3 WNIC says, hey, my ex cheated on me. Um, we broke up. I broke up with her, basically. She called and asked to sit with me. She regrets it. She wants to talk to me about it. 
He says, I don't think I'm going to get back with her, but I really want to ask some questions. I feel like he needs closure. And I feel like the curiosity is going to get to him if he doesn't sit down. But I'm wondering, Simon, Mm -hmm. is it a good idea after someone cheats on you and you dump them and you know you should, should you take that meeting? Because who are you meeting for? Are you meeting for her or are you meeting for you? Because she's the one that asked for the meeting. So she's probably feeling guilty and needs to like somehow assuage her guilt or absolve herself and say that, well, I apologize and I close that chapter. Um, is it for her or for him? What should he do, do you think, Simon? That's, I mean, it's a tough question, uh, Angie, because I've been in Roger's shoes in my 20s. I was me in too. love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, we all been there. We've um, all been there. This girl cheated on me, and then I wanted to know everything. Right. She then called me back, and... At the time, I had a wonderful shrink, so that's why I know the answer, not because I'm smarter than anybody else, just because my shrink was smarter than anybody else. And he said to me this. He said, listen, I know you want to know every detail, everything you think is going to make your mind feel at ease. It's going to inflame the burning sensation of the pain of being betrayed. Yes. You are a man. Don't, work, don't ask a single question. I want you in therapy to give me all your anger, your disappointment, you worried. You're not going back. So, I, Roger, to, to your question, I don't think you should take the meeting. No. I don't think you should ask any questions. I think just like when you've been hurt or if you have a cut on your finger, you put a Band-Aid and you wait, it goes like heel back. You don't reopen the Band-Aid and then start picking right. on the scar. It's the same thing. When your heart is bleeding, let it heal with time. Do yes. not pick on your heart every every five minutes. Like a scab, yes. Like a scab. And your you, ex-girlfriend wants relief from her own guilt. Yes. The only reason she's doing this... Absolutely. Because she's burning in the hell of guilt. Yes. And she wants you to say... Okay, I may forgive you. All you're going to get is all negative images, imagination, feelings, comparison, disgust, anger, and hate. And all she's going to get, at the end, she'll feel better, you'll feel worse. Mm -hmm. She cheated, let her be in her bath of fire and and suffer. So I said, don't take the meeting. Don't. And stay away and keep your distance and your dignity. Simon, I could not agree more. And especially because he said the main question he wanted to know is was he better than me in bed? So well, what answer do you think she's going to give you? She's not going to say, yeah, way better. She's going to say, no. But like, what are you going to do with that information? This is one of those circumstances where the less information you have, the better. Cut your losses because now yes. if you get every little detail, that's what's going to start playing around in your head all the time. I want to ask you this, Angie. All guys want to know this, 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 ooh la la, bigger, better, this. It's an ego. What, yeah. What do women, you were cheated on, if you were the one asking the questions, what do you think women wants to know from their cheating boyfriend about the other woman? I don't know if I would want to know about the other woman as much as I would want to know why. Like, why did you do this? But Great those point. are none of the questions he's asking. He's asking, was he better? Did you wear protection? How am I supposed to trust you? Why are you not saying, why did this happen? Because... And it, you know, cheating is always about the cheater, the one that did the cheating and the, whatever feelings they have. But no answer that Roger is going to get from this meeting will make him feel better. Nothing she can say will make him feel better. And if she does say something to make him feel better, it's only to make her feel better. 
assuage yeah. your own guilt, like you were saying, Absol- Simon. Absolutely. Or to just like try to leave it clean and breezy instead of this hard breakup at her expense. It was her fault. She knows it. She's trying to feel better about it. Don't let her have that. Let her uh, learn a lesson and you move on with your life. Yes, keep your distance and heal slowly, really. Heal slowly. It takes yeah, time. It but does. don't keep letting her dictate how you heal. Don't, don't hurt, hurt yeah, don't let her hurt your scab. Exactly. All right, Simon. Good luck to you, Roger, by the way. Yes, bonne chance, Roger. Stay strong. Stay strong. More of the rendezvous when we come back. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. If you missed anything, please hit up our website, simonandangie.com. You can listen to the podcast from tonight's show, all the back episodes too. Tonight we talked about a lot of things, showing up for someone, for something important in their life. Uh, That goes on my best friend who had her baby. Husband almost missed it. And people sometimes, yeah, we drop the ball with the people we love the most on important things. Um, Getting rid of old memories from a relationship, mementos, um, things you're holding on to. That goes on your friend, Simon, that we were talking about. Pictures, letters, movie stub tickets, whatever it is you're hanging on to. Is that okay? And then questions to ask when your partner cheats. Do you even need to take that meeting? This came from... Our email from Roger, girlfriend cheated. She wants to get together. He's got some questions. We think it's a bad idea. And Simon, your Simon says came from that, and I loved it. Thank you, Angie. I said, when your heart is bleeding, let it heal with time. Meaning that I know we all have a rush to try to get answers, to try to get something. There's nothing when you've been cheated on that can immediately make you feel better. But distance, silence, and keeping your dignity by not engaging in conversations to know details about the awfulness of the affair or move on. Move Move on. on. Text time. Text time. Because, yeah, the longer you. Wallow in that, the longer it's going to take you to get over it. But but time is your best friend when you are hurting. Absolutely. Like that. Simon, thank you so much for all your sage romantic (laughs) advice this evening. Thanks, my Angie. Thank you very much. And please check us out if you're listening. We appreciate you, Simon and Angie, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And email us anytime, simonandangie.com. We will see you tomorrow night. Good night, Simon. Bonne nuit, Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.